Hey everyone, welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and today we're going to be taking a journey into the musical side of video games. And I'm not going to do the best soundtracks of all time. We're saving that for a different episode, but we're going to be focusing on some of the nuances of video game music and just music overall. But for a topic of this magnitude, I knew, I just knew, I just had to have a baller guest join me today. So joining me is a very, very special guest. He's a renowned educator in the video games composition field. He's a mentor of games composition at the International Games Development Association. He's got all kinds of game and gaming soundtrack boot camps that's available. We're going to tell you all about that as the show progresses. He's just an all-around dope nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, he is the one, the only, Eric the golden pianist, Yi. Eric, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Man, thank you so much for being on the show. So for the people who may not know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? For sure. Um, so I am currently a, um, well, I guess I should introduce myself with all of things I do. Um, I am a performer, a uh, performer, a composer, performer, educator, slash director, um, but I'm um, a student. Um, I'm a graduating senior at San Francisco State University. Um, so I do all sorts of things. Um, I'm, um, I study uh, uh, classical piano performance, um, also a keyboardist uh, for, for various jazz pop ensembles, um, a vocalist um, that's performing at a musical right now. Um, and vocalist for choirs as well, um, composed for a composer for films, uh, games, and concert music, and a director for um, music arts festivals. Um, so I kind of just I'm a sort of Renaissance music, uh, mm-hmm. Renaissance man of music. So you are all over the place regarding like all sorts of different projects. How you know? Oh, right. Like- and I forgot educator too. <laughs> educator. <laughs> also, obviously, teach video game. Um, music composition and um, other uh, music courses um, that I've um, taught at SF State too. I think the audience uh, is going to be asking one question after your 30 minute, 30 second intro there. And that's going to be like, does he sleep? Does this guy ever get to sleep? You know, um, you know, that's, uh, um, that's not the first time someone's asked me that. Um, And my, my joking answer would be no, but my real answer is yes. Um, I'm teaching a, a class called Productivity 101 right now, and um, I'm like ever since I was in like in middle school or high school, I've always been um, into like just optimizing everything and wanting to make the fullest of of my experiences. So, um, but that's important to be um, balanced and to like take care of the the foundations and essentials. So I try to uh, when I'm when I'm um, when I'm on top of my game to, to, to keep, to, to stick to my um, regular sleep schedules and get my eight hours of sleep and, and have a night routine and a morning routine to be able to sustain that productivity throughout the course of weeks and months. Um, though I don't always like succeed with that, but that is the, the goal. Eric, I, um, I came across uh, like your music portfolio and was fell in love with some of the music that I heard. We, we talked about it, um, at length over the last couple of months, like, you know, I really enjoyed the, the game ODSTs that you, you like that you've created. I, I think you're insanely talented. I want to know what goes into like when you're creating new music for not just games, but film, like what's that process like? Yeah, so it, it actually uh, sort of varies depending on the project, but at the same time, it is also it's not totally different. But usually, um, whether start when I'm starting with a, a film director or a video game project, I have to understand um, the premise of the story. Um, when it comes to films, um, we I, I look at the script, and then um, we we do this thing called a spotting session where we locate the points of the film where we need to write where uh, music would fit in. And we, I, we sort of, it's a collaborative process and that's what unifies both the, um, the film scoring and the video game scoring um, um, approaches um, uh, for me personally, at least. Yeah, it's very highly collaborative. Um, so I worked that out with the director and um, from then on, like sometimes we just sort of establish basic guidelines or, or even like, I, I tend to like 
it when um, sometimes when when um, the director gives me um, existing tracks to see for me to gauge what sort of soundscape or aesthetic that they're looking for. And um, so many times like that's um, ended up helping me stretch my um, aesthetic um, palette. Um, for example, like this one film, um, like I um, originally wrote this sort of um, uh, uh, orchestral track to like as like a um, to to like serve as the opening titles, but um, the uh, the director gave me this uh, indie pop uh, soundtrack that was like sort of more in line with what she was looking for. So um, by the end of the the um, scoring session, I just like wrote a like a, a piece that was inspired by. Um, that particular like pop a uh, pop track that she gave me, and it was sort of like that aesthetic that I adapted, and but sort of um, um, what's the word? Um, you know, uh, sorry, what's that word? Uh, you know, uh, what's that word? Where you're, where you're, um, dang it, uh, where you're adapting your music to um, to suit someone else's. Um, creation i know that word um yeah uh, i have i don't know the music word for no it's uh i forget the word um but uh, wait so i'm adapting this uh, music aesthetic style and um oh, catering yeah so yeah. sort of like catering to um um specifically to that scene and um so it's very uh, and so with film scoring it's very um um like you, you have to be super precise about um like the music being totally in sync with the picture. And that's what's um, different with the, um, the video game scoring process where uh, for me, um, the, at least for the, the indie game stuff, it's, it's more like, it's, it's like a repetitive track that's on loop. So you don't have to like compose in um, like to picture and you can just, your, your job really is just to create either um, a memorable theme that is going to like enhance the uh, the video game experiences, or in some cases, something if it's not intentionally not memorable, something that's more um, um, ambient. Um, but um, but the usually though I uh, I start out with um, I, I tend to like we we discuss the um, sort of like um, the the music that we're looking for, and some some directors are more open minded and give me more creative uh, license to do whatever they want. Some people have a specific track in mind, but I find with video game music, I tend to like, um, sort of like, I, I tend to thrive more when I'm giving more creative license and I sort of am able to like, like um, start out with a sketch um, that I think like is like, has like particular, like that's very um, unique and colorful. And then I hand it off to the director to see if, um the dev developer to see if they like it and if they like it i just like continue and write a full length track and develop it and usually they end up liking the tracks i do that's great that's great so you know before we dive into all the other stuff you have going on if someone wanted to reach out to you about like curating a catalog for their video game where can they reach you oh so you mean writing an original soundtrack you mean yeah for sure yeah, so um, they can reach me uh, through my website, which is ericemusic.com. So that's E-R-I-C-Y-E uh, music.com. Or they could reach me through uh, my web, uh, my email, which is ericemusic at gmail.com. Okay, so, okay. Everyone, you'll be, you'll hear that again closer to the end of the show. I just wanted to get, get all the plugs out there so that people know at the beginning of the episode where to hit you up. But, but so... Eric, you've done some uh, like soundtracks for music and and like compositions for music and for films and all sorts of different things. But that's not your only talent because you're also an educator. You've been educating these people about different aspects of video games for uh, video game music for a very long time. What's your favorite part of that job? You know, I don't think there's necessarily a singular moment. It's sort of I love every aspect for me. Um, for me, like, I think teaching tends to be to um, belong to like the fun part of what I do, because when I'm practicing on the piano or, or um, even composing, that can be a very like laborious process because you're, you're stretching your creative skills. But when it comes to teaching, that's fun for me, um, because it, um, I love, uh, what I love about teaching is, is sort of 
um it's a it's for me teaching is just like it you you i i love the 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 sort of rigor that i'm able to bring to um um to this this type of music and do it in a in a very practical manner where for people can um actually like use the things i teach like because there are things like that you would hear um that you sometimes learn or read about that are, are not very applicable to um, your compositions. They're, they're very fun and they're sort of like trivia things. But um, in my teaching, I, I'm just very, I'm just very practical oriented. So I, I, I love being able to like discuss these music and like an, an area like that's like, like video game music that's um, sometimes like, or historically might not have been belonged into the academic domain and just be able to bring the same level of rigor that we would have in classical music and even jazz music and to be able to do that with video game music. And also to see uh, my students um, take on the, the, the compos compositional strategies and techniques that, are, that I've um, sort of dissected and found out through um, these compositions and for them to adapt them and be able to employ them. Um, I think that's like a very rewarding aspect for me. And also just to like be able to like, like the collaborative, collaborative, collaborative aspect of learning to see, um, to have like students um, discuss this, this, this music that we all know and love and um, to be able to learn from each other. So um, those are some things that I, I totally enjoy about uh, teaching video game music composition. That's amazing. So we, you know, like one of the things you taught was a four week course um, intro to Japanese video game music analysis and composition. What and what kind of inspired you to focus um, on Japanese video game music and just video game music in general? Right. Um, so actually, uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit the history of my uh, teaching career. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I started teaching. Uh, uh, so the, the course you mentioned is actually an upcoming course that I'll, I'll be teaching in June uh, via the Southeast Asian Academy. Um, but um, all of this started in um, uh, the, the fall of 2019, or was it 20? Um, 21, actually. <laughs> I <forget. laughs> uh, no, actually, yes, got it. It was the fall of 2021 when I first taught um, my first course, writing Japanese video game music at uh, San Francisco uh, State University. So it was a, a college, um, it was an accredited course that I taught um, via the experimental college program at our school where any undergrad can teach any course that they want to do. Um, so we had all these like interesting classes, like um, literally BDSM 101 or um, just all these like very interesting niche courses. Um, but for me, um, so for the longest time, like um, I felt I've always felt that uh, I, I've always had a feeling that teaching was um, I, 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 I felt that teaching would be a great way to learn. Um, so. I just took on this opportunity because I've been taking, I've took some of these um, um, uh, game scoring courses at our, our college. And and um, while they helped gave me a, a sort of good um, foundation and understanding of um, what was expected in the um, um, sort of like the, the game world, um, the things that, that I was more connected to, which was like this, this, um, all these video game music titles that we we grew up listening to and loved and adored um there was no there are were no not really any existing courses that actually were delving into the actual music themselves so these these pieces they're they're basically the masterpieces of our genre and nobody's out there sort of dissecting them and teaching us like how it works and or how to like like how to like compose in that style and but whereas we had these like classical courses where we would study classical composers and like dig deep into the literature. So I felt that like, why not like adapt that approach and um, do that with video game music? So what I did was I basically compiled a list of um, all the major titles that, um, that I loved um, in the Japanese video game music uh, canon and just like um, created a syllabus and just like went through um, the music um, like week by week. And we went through like a hundred 
150 tunes over um, that semester. So it was a pretty intensive course and you just saw like the whole picture of, of so much uh, video game music. And that's not even the whole scope of what um, the Japanese video game music can and has to offer, but still it was very, it was a very um, uh, thorough and um, exhaustive course. Um, and so, um, and I think in particular too, I, the reason I chose Japanese video game music as like a subject to teach is that because so many of the, um, like people of my generation, like we grew up with so many of these iconic soundtracks that are, that are part of our consciousness. And so a lot of the, in my opinion, a lot of the, the, the hits of video game music are actually from from Japan, like whether it's like um, Super Mario Bros or like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy, these are these are music that were created um, in Japan. And so, as like I felt that um, as like someone who who was like so um, like who who grew up listening to this stuff, I felt like I wanted to be able to offer this um, and teach this to other people and other students who who were also interested in had that emotional connection to this music. So you, I, I heard you name drop some really classical um, soundtracks such as Chrono Trigger, Mario Brothers, Final Fantasy, that sort of thing. What's been some of your favorites over the years besides those that you really like, that really resonated with you? For sure. Um, so I, I, I like, I consider myself, especially when in teaching too, I like to focus on some of the, like to offer the popular stuff, but also some of the, lesser known niche titles. And mm -hmm. for me, the, those composers would include Zune, um, who is the composer of the Toho series. Okay. And also Manabu Namiki. Um, he's a an composer of sort of like um, electronic inspired um, video game music tracks, but they're, they're, they have very, like very outstanding um, jazzy, well, Core, they use like chord progressions that uh jazz chords but that don't sound jazz <laughs> that's really cool so that makes sense yeah so so you said like that that don't sound jazzy do you feel like you don't connect with uh the more jazzy sounds as much as um some of the other um the other genres of music i i love jazz and i i think it, it's 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 like one of like is like one of one of like the pillars of, of music as with like classical music. So mm -hmm. I I'm always like respecting jazz. <laughs> um, but um, I think like the way um, some of these um, Japanese composers, like they kind of like are able to like use those like interesting chords that like some of some of these uh, Japanese composers are like they write music that are clearly influenced by jazz music. But some of mm -hmm. them like they're using those same like like either pop or jazz chords and like turning it into their sort of own like take of things that that sort of like um doesn't feel as jazzy it's sort of like its own video game music language oh that's really interesting so like I'm, I'm sure you have plenty of examples that you bring up in class but like what what kind of modern day music was um a lot of your students talking about because i'm sure they gave you kind of um like suggestions in class that they wanted to kind of bring up as well for sure. And um, I think, yeah, I, I actually from from my first the first video game music boot camp that I taught, mm -hmm. um, I uh, like I learned about these that my students actually helped me fill uh, fill in on some of the titles that I needed to be more informed about. And that included uh, Pokemon, Kirby, um, um, Octopath Traveler. I think that's a little bit less popular, uh, less like like why no but it's still like um, oh it's very popular now yeah, octopath yeah. traveler <laughs> now yeah. it is I guess. <laughs> um so titles like that um those are some titles that that my um students um oh and and some some actually um um western composers too like um like uh or titles like um uh celeste and celeste is really good and undertale yeah both of them have really good soundtracks really good soundtracks um Celeste is almost like a, a a platformer very similar to Mario in the sense to where you're jumping you're jumping from like one platform to another. It's a little more challenging, I would probably say, than what you remember Mar like old school Mario games to be, but very, very good. Um, and then a very heartwarming story as well. And then um Undertale is a very it's almost like a choose your own adventure kind of game that's very, very good in its own right. Yeah, but 
I um I those are two games that I think like are gonna like as more times progress, we're gonna appreciate those soundtracks more and more. And that's one of the fascinating things about music, isn't it? It's like as more time progresses, it's like it almost like amplifies the history of like not just songs, but the genres of music and video game music is starting to become almost revered just as much as a lot of the other genres that have been around for a long time. For sure. And that was almost like the sort of thinking that got me started to actually teaching video game music composition in the first place. Um, I even right from the beginning, I used the word canon, um, which, mm -hmm. which is the idea of this sort of established set of like masterworks that we can look to as like sort of this is like the, the gold standard of what of what our music is, like the best of, of our music. And there are a lot of titles that like, especially again, like people from the younger generations that's almost like universally recognized as like, these are like just the great soundtracks that we all know about. And so um, so I, I love this idea of being able to turn um, um, this, um, this, like this, all this music that we have and be able to like treat it with seriousness, like to be able to call it like a, a set of established canon. And these are works that are that deserve our attention and our study um, in the same way we would um, do so with like jazz standards or like the classical compositions that um, that performers and composers today to, to this day have to like study and know about. So I'm thinking and I'm hoping trying to look through my work too to like help promote um, um, video game music being more treated more seriously and for more mm -hmm. composers to like for us to have this like collective um, like shared um, canon that we can turn to. Yeah, that's amazing. So can you tell us what what started your love for for video games because it sounded like you kind of like of course music is your first love and passion but you kind of um intertwined like gaming into that 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 passion as well so you know like you gave us a little bit of an origin story and why you chose the the focus of games as far as like your uh a lot of your teaching emphasis but like what was your gaming origin story like you know, this is almost like the most ironic and like hilarious like aspect of me. But the short answer is that I have no gaming history. <laughs> I, had, uh, I, uh, I grew up with uh, in a household where um, like I just was supposed to focus more on like academics. So mm -hmm. I I was barred from video games, actually. So I ended up learning about these um, the of these games actually through the music themselves because I was I didn't have any consoles or anything. I was mm -hmm. I didn't play any games. So I, it was actually um, through uh, my um, around middle school, high school years that I, I just like, like found like video game music as a genre, like just as the, so I learned came through this through this genre th through the music itself. I, I learned um, like Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy, all that stuff. It's it was all through YouTube and just listening to th these the great music world great musical works and i basically knew next to nothing about um the the gaming process itself um so i'm sort of i came this so that's why it, it also makes sense that i'm so hyper focused on the video game music aspect um and i think that's also a factor that um that um that sort of biases me towards like the japanese video game um approach because um, I think with Western music, it's more, it has a more um, uh, film, uh, sort of film scoring approach to video game music. And also the, the um, what's the word? Um, Is it more orchestral? Orchestral and interactive um, scoring aspects. So they're, they're music that are, that's music that's less focused on um, being standalone works. They're more mm -hmm. integrated, they're more integrated into the, um, specific situations and um, context of, of the gaming experience. Um, and so, but with the Japanese video game uh, music, it's, it's sort of like a different philosophy. They, they, the, the music itself is sort of like they're, they're standalone works that you could listen to. And that's why if it weren't for that, I probably wouldn't have never came to it. I, um, they, they, it was just because I, I never had that gaming experience and I only experienced uh, new of this the game stuff like through the music itself and so it just speaks to how like 
how like musically strong writing um, that, um, how musically strong the writing of um, was that was able to like sort of um, just um, attract me and draw mm -hmm. me to this um, this field. You know, we we didn't talk about this beforehand, but um, you know, you're like hearing your passion for music, kind of like it. it you feel like the perfect guest to answer this question. Like recently, there's been a influx of um, lo-fi, like lo-fi soundtracks into a lot of day tracks. Um, you see it with um, Octopath Traveler Two. You'll see it in like games that are very um, similar to that art, that kind of art style. Recently, there's um, a game called Coffee Talk Two, to where it's a kind of a chill and relaxed game where you're playing as a barista. You kind of can make like different coffees. You listen to people's problems. And it's almost like a it's it's almost like a interactive, like getting to know your clientele and giving them advice kind of game. But like the one of the core DNA principles of that game is that it has a lo-fi soundtrack that people just resonate with. What how do you feel about like the fact that lo-fi music is becoming more ingrained with um video games now? Well, I think it's almost like the same with any music genre. Like over time, it tends to adapt more and more influences. And I think that's a good thing. Um, like even with jazz, like it, it started off like um, with like it more like um, more dance like and it went to like mm -hmm. bebop and then to modal jazz and like jazz funk. So they were and like they're taking influences from other genres like rock and stuff. And same with film film music. There's no like single defining like um film style anymore. Like it's not just orchestral stuff. Like you, you like if we look at um um the recent uh, film um everything everywhere at once they adopted more they, yeah, they adapted more of like sort of a, I, what I think is like sort of a more indie style approach mm -hmm. to film scoring that has has like that's achieved that's also been very successful. So um, and we have like like the, there's there's no like single like film style anymore. And and I think that's also like same with pop. Like we, we had this we used to have this uniform sound that was like so recognizably oh that's pop music. But now we have electro, we have like trip hop and all that stuff is is it's incorporated into pop. So I think um I think it's almost like a natural course for any music genre. And um I think the more diverse and the more diverse voices that are that get incorporated into a, a genre, the more sort of robust it can be. And um it just shows the um just what is possible that what can be done in um are in the game world and with our music yeah that's a good that's a good point there about the diversity aspect with more different kinds of people touching and having influences on like the development of games like a lot of the sounds that we hear are going to be more diverse and more I um more curated in a very nuanced way and I like that I, I it adds a lot lot more flavor not every game sounds the same like you said the uh, the western style i'm thinking of a game like i played recently called god of war ragnarok where it is a very award-winning soundtrack of a, a game but it has these big scores that are full of these big orchestral moments that really emphasize like very specific points in the game and sure you can listen to that you can listen to like the soundtrack by itself but it's it does have moments to where like you mentioned earlier like that score makes me remember a point in the game where it was very much emphasizing like an emotional beat more so than like say like a game like persona for instance persona 5 which has a very japanese fusion with a it's like a japanese kind of jazz style in its soundtrack has a very it's like it's something I can listen to and it, it doesn't necessarily connect with a specific emotional beat, but like it is a just overall banging good soundtrack. Right. So, so I feel like there's a, a slight differences there that, you know, like it, it is very much one of those things to where I'm like, I, to your trained ear and when you're educating me just now with this conversation that we're having, I'm, I feel like I'm learning so much. So thanks for that, by the way. I, I also would point out something just came up. Like mm -hmm. I, I was thinking about like, the the Japanese approach like I, I think like one of another thing that always like let, that got me to gravitate towards was was the sheer catchiness of 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 the writing mm -hmm. um which is a little bit different from I guess like sweeping orchestral scores and um 
I, I always felt like a lot of um like like the at least the Japanese um, video game stuff was was kind of closer closer to pop music and that it's like they're just bangers and and like mm -hmm. the, and it's it gets stuck in your head and you don't get tired of it like that's like the the, the sort of like like the best part of of like these popular music styles whether, whether, like whether it's pop or video game music is that they're so catchy and they can stay with you and they're memorable and you just never get tired of them and you can listen to them <laughs> on the and that's that's like the that's that's like the, the quality and and um the quality of writing that you need to be able to accomplish to be able mm -hmm. to write music that does not get tiring after like so many listens so you you've been a like a composer for a very long time um not just in the video game sphere but all across pretty much all mediums at this point it, if you were if like you had a dream job of like scoring a a high high tier like video game a triple a video game and they they put you in charge of of the sound soundtrack what kind of soundtrack would you hope it would be would you feel like you would want to approach it with a more theatrical style or do you feel like you would like to bring some of that um you know like japanese style jazz to the to the mix what kind of style would you want it to be like you know i for myself as a composer i've mm -hmm. i i i find myself i i feel like i'm like a composer of many voices and hats um mm -hmm. so i i don't think i could ever um like like say that i just want to compose in a single style it's more like why not? I want to write in the jazz style. I want to write like the the orchestral style. <laughs> I want to do everything. I want to write in the bullet held style. So I just want to like, for me, like a diversity um, of of styles is is sort of an important value that um, I have not only for I guess like my teaching, but also my own um, like my own art and my um, own like like voice like as a composer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm a composer of different um, styles. So, you know, we we kind of mentioned this briefly in the intro, but you're having you, like you also do boot camps, so to speak, um, if, regarding music. Can you tell us a little bit about those? For sure. Um, so I after the success of um, my college course um, at SF State writing Japanese video game music, I wanted to take this to um, a sort of broader audience or a broadest um, broader um like yeah, broader audience, um, and make this um, something that people could actually like. Other students can, outside of SF State, could study from. So um, I taught the first video game music boot camp um, last uh, last summer, um, and uh, a lot of my students actually came from Berkeley College of Music because I had given um, a uh, a seminar. Um, during the spring semester. So a lot of them heard about it and they signed up for my class. Um, so, um, but it's basically, um, it's almost like the eight week version and um, of, of what I taught of my semester long course, but with just all the best aspects and done in a, a, a straight up like pure boot camp style. Like this is a real boot camp. Like we study, uh, it's pretty <laughs> intense. Like it's it's 80, we studied 80 tunes over the span of a single month. So we had eight classes and we just went through, it was, for me, it was just like, it was like, <laughs> uh, you know, there's like, the, like I, I, the bullet hell is one of the genres that I love. Um, love um genres of music that i really love and, and like i love the the game's uh style gameplay mm -hmm. style but it's it's basically throwing like tons of bullets at you and you're dodging them so in a way that's sort of my um approach um, i'm just throwing things like lots and lots and lots of music at, at you but um it's all done in a very digestible digestible manner um it's never overwhelming but we just i'm just like breaking pieces elements of every aspect of like composition and like breaking down all this great music and lots and lots of quantity. And you just end up like soaking in so many elements and you see the, 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 the music, lots and lots of music and the, the shared um, compositional approaches and, and techniques. And you see so what you end up getting is like sort of a, um, the whole like picture of, mm -hmm. of, of a lot of these uh, video game musics, um, soundtracks and you just have like a, a very broad and, and, and quite deep understanding of the um of the music and so um like my my sort of like um teaching philosophy is twofold like i it's i think it's important to um 
um, both uh, study lots and lots of literature and able to like compose using the techniques that you learn from that to be able to apply um, the techniques that we see in in literature. Um, and so I kind of I kind of like teach my boot camp um, using those um, two things in mind. So I um, I, I offer uh, I teach. I, I throw in lots of music and we, as a class, we, we, we dissect and analyze um, the compositional aspects of, of the music. And I do lots of it. And it's also collaborative. Um, my, some of my students um, bring in the music that they love and we, we learn from that too. So we have a, we learn from each other. And then um, the other half is I, I give these like uh, compositional exercises that I'm drawing from my experiences as a classical um uh, and jazz composer. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the super great at jazz composition, but I've taken some uh, jazz composition courses. So, um, some of those exercises, um, inspired, um, um, what I, um, have my students do in the, um, um, for compositional exercises. So they did, they have to do a lot of transcribing. So they, um, uh, they, um, and they 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 transcribe entire like soundtracks or segments of sound of, of a track every mm -hmm. single note so that that really trains their ear to really know the inner workings of a track and that's, that's really a cool. that's a necessary skill for um um for for a composer and also they do harmonic transcription so they they um they they figure out the chord progression of these soundtracks or and just lots and lots of analysis so that's actually understanding the music. And then I do, um, I've also, also had them um, do uh, modeling exercises. So that's when you're writing a new piece of track based on an existing um, music work as a template. And um, that can be daunting at first, but um, if you stick to like some sort of like basic um, structures, like writing an intro and then an A section and a B section, and sort of like you, you're using these strategies, like, like let's write an eight bar phrase and then you write two of that or so on. So you're, you're breaking down this whole like difficult idea of writing a, like, I don't know, like 45 second um, video game track, breaking it down into like bits that anyone can do. Like anyone can write like a four bar intro or eight bar intro. Like it's not, it's not a very hard thing to do. And anybody can write another eight bar intro and that would be your A section. And you can do the same thing and write a B section. So, and you have your, and there you have your um, sort of um, 30 or 45 second like track right there. And so, uh, and we're, so, so we're building that up until like mm -hmm. higher um, or um, advanced structures. So, but um, it's, that's sort of like um, the things that I have my students do. <laughs> that is amazing. Can you give us some examples of like, um, like some of the, the boot camp, um, the boot camp like sounds and, um, and, I guess you say songs that y'all have listened to in the past. Yeah. So um, we, so my first class was like very chiptunes based. So I okay. start, started from almost like a historical like sequence. Um, but we, we looked at me, um, uh, lots of Castlevania, um, the Mega Man soundtrack, um, a track from Kirby. Um, so, so, so those, those was just, that, that was just like <laughs> get, get the, uh, get the um the course going and then we we went then went into um chrono trigger and chrono cross in our mm -hmm. second class and an excellent sort of um not just like for for the the sheer like um craft that's that's that we that you get to like experience in in, in the, the soundtrack itself but it's it's a great sort of master class on um video game music composition because it's um a lot of the the strategies um uh the strategies they that is used in these compositions are uh they're they're very practical and um they're very and like to be able to look at like we looked at i don't know something somewhere like 12 of these tracks like in um oh wow in that past. yeah it's it's intensive <laughs> <laughs> and um um and just being able to see that across like these patterns across different tracks it, it, it sort of gives you a, a map and um and in your brain about oh so that's how it works and like I'm, I'm recognizing the same thing like across different patterns and but it's done in such like really masterful and creative 
way um, and done with what he's drawing with so many influences. But, um, and then we we look at, um, and then I also had my students like do, um, present their own uh, their own fine Final Fantasy tracks of their own choices, like midway in the in the oh, course. Oh, that's really cool. So, so is it, it their variations of like Final Fantasy tracks, or do they have to create something that's like inspired by the previous Final Fantasy tracks? Uh, well, they were it was an analysis track, so analysis okay. assignment. So they had to present. Um, we I I just had I just had um students um. I, I like I I listed all the the titles like from one mm -hmm. to like, I forgot the number was like fifteen or something and you just everyone just had to present two tracks so we sort of um so so it was our Final Fantasy day and everybody just presented their um the 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 track that they liked for us to sort of learn from each other. I'm so curious how many of them um, picked Final Fantasy tracks of Final Fantasy seven, which feels like probably the most like famous and beloved. <laughs> well like... they they were required to like fill in the titles of okay the numbers, so they, nobody ever doubled so okay point <laughs> okay i was curious i was curious so so tell me this um you i, I know you're not like a, a big gamer yourself but more of a, a gaming um appreciationist as far as like the the music is concerned how like what soundtrack has made you like want to play games the most over the years? Yeah, um, I think I I think it has to be I think um, the music of Zoom. So the Toho series. So this is a mm -hmm. bullet hell game, um, and also um, the music of Manabu Namiki. That that's really cool. Um, and I guess like some of these are um, JRPG games, like, like I, I still need to like get my hands on Chrono Cross. Um, at some <laughs> point. That's actually my homework for the, um, the, uh, the summer is to like hang out with friends and, and like get into this gaming stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to, I need to like get filled on, on like the, the, the game experience. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I can't, as a, as an instructor of video game music composition, I really can't <laughs> not play games. <laughs> that'll so be fun yeah it'll be fun that'll be fun so i gotta ask you um you've what what other projects you got coming up down the pipeline right um so i have i have um one um i'm going to be scoring my first feature film um so i have that lined up i'm going to be working that over summer um, so a feature film is, I think, like a, just a full-length film um, that is like, I think it, this one in particular is 75 minutes. Um, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, it is, and it's a it's a documentary on um, on um, um, the I forgot the name. The country. <laughs> Let me just look this up. <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, <clears throat> the Castro country. Okay. So, right. So this, this film is on, um, is, is based on, um, the Castro, um, country club. It's called meet me at the club, uh, the, the, the name of the, the documentary. And it centers on this like sort of meeting place that has been historically, um, for a lot of, uh, LGBT people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we sort of trace the history in that and where it is today. Um, and then I am also in the middle of scoring, um, my first paid indie game. Um, I'm one. I'm not the sole um, composer. I'm one of the one, one, um, one of two composers. But I'm um, composing for um, Cat Strats, which is the Cat Strats. So that's it's a cat <laughs> strategy game that is um, futuristic sci-fi themed and sort of cutesy. Um, <laughs> so um, and um, and this like project was actually um like through um a connection at san francisco state so oh that's fun so um of all places <laughs> like i got really got all of my gigs through sf state um but um it's um it was it's a very uh it was one of those instances where um uh where i ended up getting a lot more creative license on what i on how to approach the music um, he, the, the developer did give me some, um, titles that he liked, but I ended up just sort of like giving, um, creating a doodle, um, sort of, I was, I had this in mind, like, since it's cat's cat strategy game, I wanted mm -hmm. it to be sort of like bubbly and electronic and since, it, since it's futuristic, sort of sci-fi. So, um, 
I I I I wrote this um, the music wrote the music that was sort of drawing from some of my favorite composers, um, which included um, Masashi Hamazu, um, Junya Nakano, and uh, Manabu Namiki. So and it's sort of like I was combining these three composers together to form my cutesy uh, <laughs> uh, cat cat game music. That's so fun. That's so fun. And, so oh, and the funny thing is that one of my uh, one of uh, the tracks, um, uh, working title Nightscapes. I'm hoping that's going to be mm-hmm. the official title, um, Nightscapes. Um, it was actually choreographed um, by my friend for um, the um, this arts festival, collaborative music arts festival that I just um, um, organized um, and um, had performed on Thursday. So um, had my video game music track choreographed. Um, and danced that's really amazing well so what was that experience like for you um it was it was really fun um it was um i mean i was it's it's i had another track or another piece um uh, a classical piece of mine um um choreographed too um so in the the previous fest from from last year so it's i think it's really cool to be able to sort of um combine these um different art forms um when it when the 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 amazing thing with with dance and the the dance and music collaboration is that you again you experience that synchronicity of the art forms that i was talking about with film music where where like the music is so synced and like perfectly synced with the, the the picture um in this case it's with dance music and like to experience the the synchronicity of that it, it's it gets really uh like like just fantastic experience um and i it was cool for me to like just do that with video game music which is normally um i guess like wouldn't be totally um necessarily the norm for mm-hmm. um for for dancers that's so interesting you know like um have you ever went to a um, gaming symphony? You know, like those are starting to become really popular lately. I think like Final Fantasy um, it, it is they did a tour. Sonic the Hedgehog just did a tour. Kingdom Hearts is another one that I think is has done a uh, tour with their amazing like vocalists and, and soundtrack. Is that something that is up your alley? Well, it's interesting that you brought that up because I've actually played in one. What? <laughs> uh, so we um, we have um, in the Bay Area we have this um, this um, orchestra orchestra called the Awesome Orchestra, and it's a community based orchestra just from um, just from musicians in, in the area, and that we just come together to perform. It's basically an open reading session for for music, and so I. Um, over um, last semester, I got to participate in, in one of the sessions and um, as a as a, a pianist. Um, mm-hmm. So I got to play um, um, video uh, like video game music that was orchestrated um, for uh, the whole like orchestra. I think it was like yeah, the whole orchestra. Um, and so I, I knew that I couldn't miss out on an opportunity like that. So I'm I'm hoping that I can um, participate in. Um, more of more of those in the future and actually hopefully maybe like be an orchestrator myself and arrange something that'd be cool yeah that'd be really cool but man you are absolutely killing out here congratulations on all your success i know i'm going to continue seeing your name out there because you're absolutely dedicated you're insanely talented and you have this like i i envy you because you have this like innate tenacity to just chase after your dreams in in a way that is inspiring so you know i'm rooting for you i know you're gonna keep killing it thank you so much for being on the show today eric like thank you so much thank you so much before we go though i want to give you a chance you got anything you want to shout out anything you want to plug where can the good people find you for sure. Once again, uh, check me out at ericymusic.com. That's where um, I put all my um, my music and um, so, like and activities. Uh, but in particular, I will be offering the um, the video game music boot camp again this summer, and it's going to be the the second time I'm teaching this. So um, the web the um, the boot camps it's the boot camps um page is, is in my website so go to ericymusic.com slash boot camp and you'll find the page there so um anyone who is listening to this podcast right now is gonna get a discount um 
um, if you if you sign up for through the via the uh, mailing list. Um, so if you just just put your name down and um, put in um, and through my mailing list, and you'll automatically get a discount for my course if you want to enroll in that um, this summer. Um, the uh, registration um, will be up soon. So um, if, if, if that's something, if the bootcamp is something that interests you, sign up for that now like ASAP because um, there are limited spots. Like I can only take so many number of students <laughs> before it gets like too overwhelming. Um, so, uh, but I'm hoping to have a, a, I'm hoping that I can have a, a packed course um, this, uh, this, this season. Um, so um, please check that out. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is amazing. Eric, man, I, I said it before, but thank you so much for being on the show. It means a lot. Um, you know, I know you're killing it. I know you you stay busy. Like you absolutely stay busy. So thank you for taking the time to to make the time to be on the show. So Eric, it's been great. I look forward to hearing about like all your new adventures and all the your new accolades as time goes on. But I also enjoy like look forward to hearing about your experience getting into gaming. So definitely stay in touch and I want to hear what games you play in the future. All right, Eric? For sure. For sure. Well, everyone, I've been Sebastian. That's been Eric. This has been another episode of the Single Player Experience Podcast. And we're out. Bye, everyone. So that's a wrap for today's show. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Eric Yee for being on the show today. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!